Oh, we just bonked our headphones. I'm sorry. I realize that you can't do the same things. No, it's it's not like um, it's not like Instagram. It's not like Instagram. It picks up every single noise, and yeah, you, you can hear this. Yeah, the little your nails clicking. Yeah, the, the ASMR sounds <laughs> in the background. I love that. Um, we also do have uh, Danny's husband Jordan in the room. So if you do hear some heavy breathing in the say, background, say hi, babe. <laughs> Stop, Jordan. He's in here. Um, but anyway, Danny, welcome to Happy and Healthy. I am so happy to have you on here. You have been highly requested. Really? Oh yeah. People love you. Oh my gosh. Every that's person so nice. I meet, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're friends with Danny Austin." They that's what people say about love you, to you. Me too. Though. Oh, that's you're just gassing me up for no reason. No, I'm now. serious. But thank you. Um, yeah, people love you and they have been wanting to get you on the podcast for a bit. I feel like you and I go way back for those that don't know, Danny and I go way back. We'll get into that. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to say, this is just going to be an open conversation. It's just going to be basically sharing more of Danny's stories. And I think for people that might be like avid followers of you, maybe there's some things that they don't know about you. Sure. Things that you haven't opened up or things that have been maybe hard for you to be vulnerable about. So I kind of want this to be a safe space for you. Do you feel like it's a safe space? Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay, good. And this is kind of more like long form, and I do a lot on Instagram, so I feel like I have like the space to do it. Right. And you're, you're naturally a very open, vulnerable person. I think that's why people are so drawn to you is because of that. Thank you. Sweet. So before we get into it, why don't you share with maybe the people that don't know who you are, which I would be shocked if you didn't, share with them who, who the freak is Danny Austin. Okay, well, so yes, my name's Danny Austin. Ramirez. I, oh, Danny Austin <laughs> Ramirez. Ramirez. Um, and I make YouTube videos, uh, Instagram, blog, Honestly, just talk about all things like lifestyle. Um, I started back in 20, let's see, 13. Like 13 or 14. Yes. So Janine and I go way back. Way back, y'all. Yeah. And so we both went to UT and that's where we met. Hook em. Hook em, baby. Hook em, baby. Um, but I think like Janine was one of the only other YouTubers I knew in Texas. Yeah, same actually. And besides then, Megan Parkin. Befi- yes, besides Megan Parkin. And both of y'all were in Austin. And mm-hmm. so I always kind of looked up to Janine and what she was doing. But we, I don't know. I feel like our paths never really crossed. I, I saw you a couple times at college, and I was, like, low-key fangirling. Well, I would do the same thing to you, so. <laughs> Y'all, it's actually funny. I found this old clip on my OG YouTube videos. Yeah. And it was this video where it was like, hey, guys, I'm going to Texas um, next month, and there's this YouTuber, Danny Austin, and she goes there, and oh, my gosh, if you guys could please write her and let her know that Stop. I want to meet her, that would just mean the world to me. Stop. Like gassing Danny no. up like I was fangirl even before I went to Texas oh my gosh that's so wild because I did the same thing to you and so that's so but funny. um but yeah we didn't really cross paths until after yeah. college and so um, I think my senior year we met and then we officially met and then you already graduated I had already graduated and then long story short we ended up moving back to Dallas mm-hmm. and I was gonna quit YouTube 
Yep. And I, I was like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 let me help you out. Um, and so she gave me, like, all of this encouragement, all these tips and tricks. We started living together. We filmed this cute little Christmas video together. Oh, my gosh. That which one. we thought was so funny. I, I, don't, was, I, don't think, I don't think it's that funny. No, I thought it was hilarious. And I went back to and watched it the other day, and I was like, this is embarrassing for me. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> the Yours only, was good, but mine okay, was not. The only highlight of that video was Hazel. Yeah, like Hazel, Hazel was so cute. Hazel made the video. It was so good. And I was so nervous about that collab because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm collabing with Janine. Can you <laughs> like I called my parents who like prayed before you came over and And you um, were still dating uh Jordan at I was, that time. I was dating I Jordan. And so long story short, we lived together and then Janine ended up moving in with us mm-hmm. whenever we got married. <laughs> Crazy times, y'all. But she was kind of like in between LA, in between Dallas. And so yeah. she was basically our child for a I year. I was, me and Hazel. Which, which was so fun. Um, and then now Jordan and I, we have a one-year-old. She turned one. I cannot believe Yeah, it's wild. Mm. Um, I'm so salty. I missed that birthday party. Oh, you and know your what? birthday. You know what? Next year though, baby. Next, Next year, year, I'm marking it down the calendar i missed it and the instagram post looked unreal let me just say something y'all we went all out okay here's the thing i think it's because i don't really love my birthday but stella is born the day before me and so so it was like finally an excuse to like go all out and so we actually split the party we had you know, parents come, kids come from 5 to 7, and then from 7 to 10, it was, like, the adult party. Oh, I love that. And it was parents gone wild. <laughs> I mean, I not really. Like, yeah, I can't. a silent disco. I'm but. like, what would that, what, what would Danny look like going wild? I'm like, I can't really picture that. Okay. Dancing that, on the countertop? Uh, I do that, like, in my own kitchen, you know. I can see you twerking idea. on the countertop. I could, I could twerk a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, We've seen no, it on Instagram. <laughs> we, we definitely miss you. It was a good time. But next year. That baby, though, she is blessed and highly favored. Oh, my god. That gosh, birthday y'all. was epic. Right? She, like, doesn't even know, like, what's going on. Yeah, like, she was this just is like, your huh? party. And I'm like, really? It's for me, more for us than it is yeah. for, for the one-year-olds. They're not going to remember. But, no, we had a good time. It was awesome. It looked so freaking fun. Yeah. Okay, so y'all have a baby, and yeah. you guys do Instagram full-time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just launched your own product, Divi, mm-hmm. which is so cool. How has that been? How's that process been? Oh, it's been so fun to work on something outside of just, like, yourself. Yeah, you and, know? like, pictures. And-, and Pictures and content, and it's something that's, like, very close to my heart. Hair loss, um, scalp health. And so I've actually been working on it for over a year because I, for those of y'all that don't know, I went through a hair loss journey where I actually started out pulling my hair in college because I was so stressed. I was so stressed. I was doing YouTube. I was a young life leader. I was in a sorority. I was trying to keep like a good, yes, trying to keep a good GPA, all these things. And I'd be so stressed out. I'd be like, I'd look down at my, you know, where I was studying and there would be all this hair. Wow. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, it was the only way I knew how to kind of deal with, with my stress. And so that started kind of this, like, downward spiral to, like, me losing so much hair that I couldn't even, like, wear it down anymore. Wow. So I started wearing wigs. I wore a wig for a year. And actually, wigs are awesome. And everyone should try out wigs. Yeah, we tried them out at her house one time. It was <laughs> so fun. Yeah, they're so fun. And, like, my husband is the one, Jordan, who was the first one that was, like, I'd be sitting there crying, look in the mirror. I don't feel feminine. I don't feel good about Mm. myself. My hair is coming out. And Jordan was like, 
all right, get in the car. We're not crying anymore. We're going to go oh, get you What away. a good spouse. Right? Because we I'm also, I'm also <laughs> He's like, shaking his head no. <laughs> well, I'm also like newly married. And, yeah. you know, your hair kind of makes you feel feminine. Totally. And there's like a part of me that's like, oh, poor guy. Like, he mm. didn't know like he was going to marry. Yeah, he didn't know what he signed up well, for. Well, he didn't know what he signed up for. I'm emotional. I'm losing my hair. You know, a lot of times girls feel beautiful because of their hair. Totally. And I'm like, oh, this poor dude. And like, Oh my gosh, he was always so supportive, so excited. In fact, he likes when I wear the wigs more than if I don't. Like he's like, he's like, who's coming to dinner today? Y'all get you a Jordan in your life. <laughs> we're like, working on. <laughs> wait, yeah, and name your wigs. I had a Stacy. I had I a Veronica. That. He's like, mm. who's coming out tonight, Veronica? <laughs> I love that. So we had a lot of fun with that, and then anyway, led up to the scalp serum that is completely clean, has great natural pro- um, natural ingredients. Backed by science, lots of peptides, amino acids that has been like so great for girls getting back on track with their hair growth. So it's been I awesome. I love that. Yeah, and I would say that definitely opened up more vulnerability on your page. And I think that's oh, yeah. what helped you. And I can't all, like obviously only contribute your growth to that. But I think that was a huge pivotal point in your mm-hmm. career, would you say, when you started opening up about that? Because you find freedom whenever you're vulnerable. Like, you just, when you can let go of the opinions of others and, like, let go of these expectations that, honestly, like, being a mother, being a career woman, um, just being a female, like, in society, if you can let go of all these things, then, like, you find this freedom in who you are, and Mm -hmm. it's the best feeling ever. So if there was a turning point, you know, in my career, it was because more so of that freedom that I let go, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do me. Like, who cares if I'm not that, like, Instagram perfect girl with the right. you know, perfect braids and long hair extensions and all the things. And um, I just felt like I could start being myself. And it's been I great. think that's awesome because, I mean, you said this. Like, we, Danny and I are actually in a Bible study monthly, mm-hmm. which is so fun. Like, yeah. it's such a blessing. And you were talking about how, like, you wake up with your followers like they oh. wake up with you they see you with the bedhead with the stanky <laughs> bread like everything and you don't see very many people on instagram doing that like mm-hmm. everyone's like okay i gotta get perfect i gotta have my house all clean blah 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 right. like you let people in on like the good the bad and the ugly which i think is why people are so drawn to you i mean i think what i love to do on instagram is i love to connect with people mm-hmm. and i feel like the way you connect with people is when you're vulnerable you don't really connect with people when you're perfect. Because, yeah. like, who wants to hang out with somebody that's perfect all the yeah, time? And they can't relate to that in any shape or form. And it's the same thing with your friendships. Like, I've learned through my friendships, too. I'll go, you know, one of the first times I ever hung out with Maddie, I was bawling, crying to her, and just telling her everything I was going through. And I think that mm. really connected us, like, from the very first meet. Because, you know, we could have gone through seven coffee dates and just been very surface level. But yeah. you're not really going to no get anywhere. Fun. Yeah, and so I just felt that I learned that through my personal relationships, and I learned, okay, that's what I want to do on my Instagram, too. And, you know, it's not for everyone, but I feel like it really has worked for us, and our family loves it, too. They love to be a part of the content. Yeah. You're cute, I think Mom. we're all, yeah, I think we all find a lot of purpose in the vulnerability of what we share. Yeah, and I would say, too, like, just you and I living together, like, in Dallas at that time, there weren't very many YouTubers mm-hmm. or influencers that we knew, and so I found a lot of times that it was super comforting having you as, like, a safety blanket for me, too, because I couldn't really relate to a lot of people in my struggles because to other people, perhaps, and you maybe feel this way, yeah. a lot of people were like, why are you complaining about, like, that's <laughs> yes. so stupid, so petty, but everything is relative, to be honest, yeah. like, just because... 
you know, we're complaining about it doesn't mean it's like invalid or anything. It's just, it's valid to our it jobs and our career. It still hurts. You know, it's like people yeah. forget that you're human sometimes. Oh, totally. You, you put yourself out there on YouTube or Instagram and like, I don't know about you, but I'm sensitive. And I, I, I can be. And when I get a mean comment, like, it sometimes, I'm not proud to say this, it could ruin my day. Yeah. For the whole day, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're yep. right. Like, I am this way, or I am that. And it just, and so you almost need people in your life that relate to that, that are, like, in, you know, similar situations mm-hmm. to, like, kind of calm you down and be like, hey, You're that's not, crazy. not the truth. <laughs> like, that ain't the truth. Right. And kind of speak, like, truth over you because um, it's really easy to downward spiral. Okay, no, that's that's so, so true. Like, that's why I think friendships and community and having people in our life, and I love our friend group because we're so able to do that yeah. when we're, like, that is not true. Like, I know that's a real feeling, mm-hmm. but that's not the truth. Oh, yeah. So validating your friend's feelings, but also being like, we're not going to stay there. Right. I mean, I bet you have crazy stories from, like, when you first started, mm-hmm. you know, posting content, too. I know I do. I mean, I remember one of the first YouTube videos, or, like, no, I was probably making YouTube videos for, like, three months. And um, I did a, like, St. Patrick's Day makeup tutorial. And I don't know about you, but, like, I had a younger audience. Oh, same. Yeah. And so, you know, like, you're kind of catering to these girls in high school. And and so, anyway, I was so excited because the video got, you know, featured on BuzzFeed. And it had a bunch of views. And um, and then I got a Snapchat because, you know, this is, like, when Snapchat Oh, throwback. Cool. I literally don't remember the last time I've used Snapchat. Right. Thank I know. God. Same. I don't think I even had it on my phone. But, you know, back then that was, like – the thing. thing. Yep. And I got a Snapchat, and there was another sorority at UT. It still makes me, like, feel sick to my stomach. Oh, I hate that. It's like, they they would, at the end of their meetings, um, watch my videos and make fun of them. And, like, put text over them or, like, take screenshots of them. And I think that they just probably thought I was, you know, a huge weirdo. Like, right. You know, making YouTube videos at the time was, like, not normal. So Filming weird. yourself in your bedroom, you know, with, you know, green sparkly eyeshadow <laughs> was not exactly the norm. Yeah. Um, and so it's just something that they didn't really understand. But I remember I called my mom, and I was bawling. Like, I could not believe it. I mm. felt so embarrassed. Like, I was like, am I really that weird? Am I really right. that strange? Um, but I feel like from that moment, I had to accept, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be different. Like, mm-hmm. God called me to be a little different, and that's okay. He called me not to go with the crowd. I'm not doing Amen. anything harmful. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm helping a lot of girls in high school, and I feel mm-hmm. really confident and really good about this. So I'm just going to go with it. And I almost feel like the times that I've made myself more uncomfortable, and I'm sure you, you too, yeah. that it's like the times that I feel like I'm pursuing like my purpose. Like, I feel totally. like because it hurts a little bit, it's good. Yeah, I totally get that. And I'm so proud of you for realizing that. And, like, it is, like, literally the worst thing, though, when people play your videos in front of you and they're, like, (laughs) mocking you and you're just like, um, I'm going to delete my entire channel. (laughs) Like, the amount of times I've wanted to do that. Because, like, guys have made fun of me in high school, same thing. People would play my videos in front of me when I was, like, didn't want to tell anybody. It was, like, the most embarrassing feeling. And you're so young and vulnerable and, like, insecure. So, like, that doesn't help at all. Right, exactly. And the thing is, is, like... I think that we really have to get past the point of like we're you know caring about what everyone thinks. I think really though, it's all about finding like your community, like your people, mm-hmm. like you or you know like you and Maddie or like yeah. our Bible study or our friend group, 
and I care about what they say because totally. they have like they know my, you. they know me. They have my best best interests at heart. They want to push me closer to the Lord. They know exactly like what what my heart needs, and so right. I'll listen to them because I'm also not one of those people that's like, no, 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 I'm perfect. I know what mm. I'm doing, and I got it all together. I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually not perfect. Oh, what? I know, I know. I wanted to share that on this podcast. <laughs> And I, I, I actually make a lot of mistakes. Where? <laughs> like, actually, I'm a <laughs> And so I'm, I'm actually very open to feedback, but it's just, like, I'm going to look towards the people that, like, really have my best mm-hmm. interests at heart for that feedback. And, and yeah. then take it and, you know, decipher what to do with it in a smart way. Did you ever have a hard time when you started your YouTube channel with your parents not approving of it? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I actually wanted to make an entire podcast about this, how my dad and I had a pretty pretty bad relationship growing up mm-hmm. because he was like, what the literal F are you doing? Like, yeah. go get a traditional job. My mom was like, you're going to be a YouTuber? Because yeah. my mom comes from the background of her whole family are architects, doctors, lawyers. So mm-hmm. she was like, you're going to do what? Mm-hmm. She's like, you need to go get your master's. And my dad was like, if you're going to do this, at least talk about something more important, like, than right. beauty and makeup. And so I fought with my dad a lot about it. Now, because I feel like I'm really walking in my purpose and calling, mm-hmm. now I feel like my parents are so, mm-hmm. so supportive. And they have been for the last probably four or three years. Mm-hmm. But growing up, no, it was really, yeah. really rough. It's hard. I mean, especially when the people – here's the thing. Your parents, people like that, they're giving you that advice because they love you. And they're looking out for you. When you're young, sometimes you're not mature enough to see that because you're like, I just want to do what I want to do. And you're like angsty and angry. But now looking back, I'm like, my mom and dad didn't approve of me doing YouTube because it was new to them. They didn't understand. But here's the thing. I remember I got to a point with my mom and I was like, mom, I like love you. I appreciate your advice more than anything. Like Mm -hmm. if I go to anyone, it's your advice that I'm going to take. But I'm like, Mom, I'm going to kick myself in the tush if I don't go after this. Like, totally. I have to try it. And I'm like, I listen to you. But I'm like, I just have to. Maybe I'm going to fail. But it's something I have to. And she said, okay, well, then I'm going to support you. And, like, but you still take in people's opinions and, like, respect them. Totally. Use it in a healthy way. And so, I don't know. The whole YouTube thing, it ended up, you know, uh, started there. Now it's in the Instagram. Now it's in the blog. And now we have a brand. And it, so it's kind of transitioned so here cool. and there. But, um. But, yeah, I just feel like it's all about caring about what the people that matter. Right. And if you think about, like, Jesus, too, like, he walked with, like, his 12, Mm -hmm. but then he also had his three. Mm -hmm. And so those are the people that you're really going to take advice from. They're really going to know the most intimate, deep parts of you. But not everyone gets that access. Not everyone gets access to the most intimate things, to all your problems, all your fears. And not everyone gets to speak into your life and give you advice. That's just period. Like, that's just one period because it really is. Like, because sometimes people give you advice and you're like, you don't really have my best interests at heart, so tell. I'm not going to take that advice. And yes. that's also something I had to learn the hard way. Sometimes their comments say more about them and where they're at than it does about you. I've learned Facts. that. I've learned that through the, the comment section of my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> speaking of that, though, yeah. how, like, how do you now handle, because your platform, you have 1.2 million followers on Instagram. How do you handle now the criticism and people's opinions? Because... There's a lot. There's 1.2 million people watching your life every day making a judgment and assumptions and accusations at you. How are you handling that now? Well, I try my best. You know, 
I post it, I look at it, just make sure that it's going okay. And I'll go back and check the comments, like, maybe, like, when I need to, just to make sure. But I try not to, like, get obsessed with it. Yeah. You know, I try to have some type of barrier, and I try to put it down and then look around and be with, like, we were talking about, like, the community that is in front of you. And so um, I try not to value it too much, although I do love the feedback, and I love yeah. But I know that, like, my community, my small group, my friends are going to have my back, and so I'm probably going to go to them first if I really need some type of advice. But um, I don't – I know it's hard because I feel like it's just a part of, do, like, anything. Like, people are going to have feedback. It's a yep. part of life. And yep. – um, not all their feedback is going to have your best interests at heart. And you just have to realize that and be able to, like, find your confidence and stand firm in who you are because you know that who God says that you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have community to hold you accountable and find peace in that rather than being so swayed by the opinions of others, you know? That's so good. Yeah, it really, I think it all stems a lot to our identity and how secure we are mm-hmm. because I feel like if we – aren't secure and firm in who we are, then we go to other people and be like, tell me who I am. And yeah. then and they'll tell you. They'll tell you. Without you even asking them, <laughs> yes. they'll be like, oh, this is who you are. Like, you're lame. You're stupid. Your content sucks. Mm-hmm. I, blah, 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 blah. They'll, they'll tell you. So if you don't feel secure, and this goes to anyone, like whether you're in this career or not, I mean, people will tell you who you are and they'll make comments behind your back or even to your face. And a lot of ours is just obviously keyboard warriors that will just tell you what they think. And then, you, oh, like, I have a good one. Someone told me last week or two weeks ago, they said, I can't believe you ever found love. Your eyes are too far apart. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Really? I had no idea that had any correlation with love. Wow, so, I didn't either. You know, Jordan. those are the type of comments you have to like. Thank oh. you, Jordan, for still marrying her. <laughs> and then I went in the mirror and I was like, I thought the dis- distance between my eyes was one of my greatest assets. I thought it's. I think it's normal. I've literally never I mean, thought that in my entire that's life. That's what I said. I was like, money can't buy this distance, no, baby. No, honey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's so crazy. <laughs> so random. But Who would have the audacity to say that? Oh, Kelly. Kelly from Arkansas. We're going to find you, I'm, Kelly. I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally teasing. But um, I do have a question for you. So you were saying that you feel like you're walking in your purpose now on, you know, in life, mm-hmm. um, you know, in your career. How did you find that purpose? Because I feel, I don't know if you feel like this, but when I started YouTube, things were just different. And if I have to be totally honest, I think there was a lot about me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of what everybody was doing. Totally. And and like, I was was like, okay, let's talk about me. (laughs) And then um, I think we can both agree that you get to a point where you're like, this isn't fulfilling. This isn't enough. Um, This isn't my purpose. So how did you find that purpose? And how did you like fulfill that purpose within your career too? Wow, no one ever interviews me back. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, snap, do well, I need to prepare? No, that was great, but I'm like, no one ever comes and challenges me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say, you, know, you probably felt this way, like when you grow up on the internet, it's all about my clothing and my shoes and my life and my story and my problems. And you're right, after a while, you're like, this is so like unsatisfying, it's unfulfilling. And I do think after a while, if your whole world is revolving around you, like you will be left unfulfilled because I just don't think that God wired us to live life like that. True. And so once I started pivoting my pivot, pivot. <laughs> pivot. once I started pivoting my content into more faith-based and sharing more of my story and my life and my problems and all with it, with the intention of helping someone else, 
that is where I started finding fulfillment because all of a sudden I was getting messages from girls being like, oh my gosh, because of you, I've opened up the Bible again. Because of you, I ended that relationship. Because of you, I'm more confident. I'm more fulfilled. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, your faith and your problems. And like, it helps girls feel less alone. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much more fulfilling. And you get this, like we Mm -hmm. both post fashion and beauty and we want to share a good deal or a good sale or whatever. But I think if your overarching message is always to help someone to give back, which y'all do amazing at, and to always have the goal of like, how can this help someone? It is 20 billion times more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I think if I kept only consistently making it about me, I probably would have quit. Yeah. Because after a while, totally. it is so fleeting and draining. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm the foundation and the and the, <laughs> yes. the platform of this. Like, ew. Yeah, this is what I built. It's all yeah, about me. All about, about like, me. And I so relate to that. It gets so old. It does. And I mean, I think that a lot of people start their platform out like that. And then yeah. it sometimes is tough to transition because Very. you're like, I've been talking about sales and deals and all of this for so long. And that's kind of what people want. But like what I, what my spirit really needs is, is to talk about more. Totally. And it can be really tough. I think a lot of people probably struggle with this in their everyday, like not just even people, you know, with any type of, first of all, we're all influencers. I always yeah. say that. That's we all point. influence people, and I feel like even the people that have, you know, jobs where they're working directly with maybe 12 people on their team, like, that is so valuable because you're up close and, with, you know, up close yeah. and personal with people every single day, but I think that what you really did super well when you, you know, started to, uh, you know, quote, like, walking your purpose is <coughs> you took what you were really good at, which I think you're really good. I always was like, you need to have your own TV show. Like, you're really good <laughs> at talking on camera, and, like, you don't need a lot of preparation. Mm. I have to practice whenever I go on stage for like literally three weeks because I'm not really good at like off the cuff or anything. And you're always so good at that. Have a great camera presence, wow. really easy to talk to. So you merged that with your mission, which you want people to, you want to know God and we want people to know God too. Yeah. And so you merged the two and then you like became really passionate about it. And that's just like mm-hmm. a formula for success in finding your purpose within your career too. That's so true. Absolutely. I think that's why my podcast, and I said this in my last podcast, it is like the joy of my life right now. Yes. Because it is what you were saying. Like I combine the two. Mm -hmm. It's so fun to just sit down to talk, to be real, to be open, honest, and also help people back out. Mm -hmm. And then also get to interview other cool people that have like other things that I possibly can't say or don't have the story to share and to bring people in that can do that. And so I think you're totally right. Like, that's why I love it. And now, like, I've been doing speaking engagements, and that's mm-hmm. been so freaking fun. And I'm working on other projects down the road Ooh. that I'm really excited about that I think will use those gifts hopefully even more. And so totally agree with you. And I just do think, yeah, inevitably, like, it should just – whatever your career, your path thing is, if you're just helping people out and trying to give back and love people well, like, you're going to feel way more fulfilled. Totally. Um, I have yet to hear you speak publicly. Well, it's like, like it's been kind of new. I know. And I'm loving it. I, I had three this past month, back are, to back. How are you doing? Like, how are you feeling with that? I, I would literally it. be, dr- I would have to go to Hawaii for a year because <laughs> if I did three public speaking engagements, I, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I actually loved it. Like, I would prep maybe a couple times beforehand, but I honestly love the off the cuff type of stuff. 
So <laughs> Danny, literally, Danny literally is like holding her, no, open, opening her nose as we speak. I, she was I like, what's my you, next point? I told y'all that I like to prepare for things. I'm dead. I'm but like, I prepare, but I also, I like to see where the spirit just moves. Like if God wants to say something like, let him speak. Let him speak. And so I always I like try to that. leave room for that in anything that I do. And there's been a lot of times mm-hmm. where I've filmed podcasts and I felt the presence of God and I was like, that was the Lord that just said that. Like, that wasn't even me. And so I always mm-hmm. want to leave, leave room for the Lord to move and however Amen he wants. to that. I love that. Close his book. Amen. Close his notes. <laughs> okay. I do want to ask you guys because you guys are married and you're doing this together and it's a full-time thing. And yeah. like I said, we have Jordan here in the room. How do you guys find a balance in prioritizing your marriage and keeping it healthy when you guys are working together and living together and doing everything together? You know, it's taken a lot of practice, I would say. I I think when we first got married, we were not very good at it, but we've practiced and we've gone to a lot of counseling and we've learned a lot through community. And, um, I mean, you can interrupt Jordan, me if do you, you don't feel the it? same. <laughs> but, um, bring John Jordan on. <laughs> but I think that it's just like, it's something that I think we're both always going to struggle with because we both love to work and yeah. we love like what we do. We get excited about it every single day. And so making time for our relationships or prioritizing our time with relationships can be really tough. And I feel like for both of us, we feel like time is, I mean, we all feel like this time is our greatest asset. Yeah. I mean, you can trade money, you can make more money, you can spend more money, you can hire more people, you can get more resources, but time is something that we can never get back. And I feel like mm-hmm. where we put our time really shows like what we're, we're prioritizing. And a lot of our time goes to our work. And so the biggest thing that we had to value was our time and set boundaries with our time, which meant like, okay, no more working past five. When we first got married, Y'all, I'm not kidding you. We were grinding. We were grinding. Oh my gosh, 24-7 all the time. And here's the thing. We loved it and we were close, but then we'd look around and we'd be like, wow, we don't have community around us. We Mm. don't have any close friends. We don't have to talk to our parents in forever. And so we felt really alone, both of us. And so we were like, some changes have to be made. And so setting those boundaries, no business in the bedroom, put your phone down after five, mm-hmm. don't go up and, you know, check all your DMs and check all your comments. Cause you know, that might, honestly, a lot of that takes energy away from us. We're like, if, if I go to the comment section of my Instagram after five, I see a mean one. Well then I'm not a very good wife for the rest of the night because I'm upset and I'm sad. Mm. And so learning those boundaries really took a lot of time for us, but I feel like it's something that we've gotten better at and honestly we're still working at it. We communicate a lot about it. We had a we had another talk yesterday actually where we sat down and we were like, Okay, this is what we need to work on with our time or this is how you make me feel whenever I say this or like this is what we need to be communicating better. And so I really think it's all about you know, those boundaries, um, like Maddie Pruitt in her book talks about is your non-negotiable schedule. So good. So I was like super, I was so bad at spending time with my friends, like, Mm. because I was always wanting to work or whatever it was. And so like Thursday mornings, I go on a run with our friend Ellie or, you know, we were doing like our, our weekly dinners, like with our girls or we have to do that again. Yeah. And like, you know, just building these things in my schedule, like they do not go anywhere. Like, yeah. even planning trips around them. Like, mm, you're non-negotiable that, like, it does not matter at all. Like, I am going to this. Um, that really helped a lot. And then um, communicating to my friends and being like, 
hey, um, so I really want to be better about <laughs> being a better friend to you, but I'm not very good at it. Can you help me? Like, because <laughs> I think when people know what you struggle with, yeah. then they're going to be like, oh, let me help you out. Let me hold you accountable. Let me, like, help you get there. And so. That's good. Oh, but, man, it's it's a progress, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love that you guys mentioned even just counseling. Like, I just think a lot of people are so scared oh, to admit like, we go to counseling, and I'm like, I think that's, like, you so natural and normal. Well, I, I used to. Um, in L.A., I would go – I went for, like, over a year straight. It was the healthiest thing I ever did. And I think in marriage, like, whenever I get married again, like, I don't want that to ever be off the table. Because oh, yeah. I think a lot of couples are like, absolutely not. If we get counseling, that means we're broken. It's yeah. like, no, that's just, like, healthy to do yeah. for your marriage. Jordan laughs at me because every time I go to counseling, I'm like – Oh, this is such a waste of time. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I, I literally, I have nothing to talk about. And then I leave and he like picks me up or like we go to lunch after. And I'm like, well, I'm a new woman. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what I'm going to do with my like, life. You, you like, want to renew our vows, babe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time. And so we go to counseling right now. We've been going individually. But um, when we first got married, we went a lot. And oh my gosh, when you have a baby, whoo. Mm, that's a I, whole other level of like. I highly recommend counseling, even if you have to do it. Um, you know, virtually. That's what we did for a little bit because there's so much that changes. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're working with your spouse, I think everyone should go to counseling. It's like going to the gym, just Ooh. working out your soul. Amen. <laughs> I really think it is so important. Like, if I didn't do that, I'd probably be still a disaster. No, I so mean, it's big, so good. Big fan of that. So good. Okay, Danny, so what are some things, just to have some, have some final notes for the listeners, people that maybe – are like, okay, like, we want to know more. Is there anything that you feel like people don't really know about you that you're like, oh, I wish more people knew this? Or is there anything you want to, you don't want to say? I'm not going to pressure you. Um. Okay, this is, this kind of caught me a little off guard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but. I was going to ask you the last question. I was like, you know what, let's just get a little bit more vulnerable. Um. Yeah, I like this. Okay, so I would <laughs> say um, something that, Okay, I really love Jesus, and I'm not perfect at what I do, but I think my biggest part in what I do right now or what I'm trying to figure out is how to live that out every day with my content. Um, And I feel like a lot of times you can go online and see a lot of research. You can read a lot or you, you know, um, you can hear people speak about it. But sometimes I wonder, what does that look like? Like, what does that actually look like? day to day and that's kind of like my mission on Instagram and with like sharing our family um, a lot of times I feel like people are like why are you so sharing everything and I'm mm-hmm. like that's a f- sacrifice that I'm willing to take if people can like see how we live our lives and see like how we're f- we have joy because of like you know the grace that God gives us or like how God has shown up in our lives um, and so that's just like ultimately what I'm working on I'm not perfect at it either and I think like right now a big this is kind of like a little random but like a big um what I like to live by these days is just being be someone different I'm getting that painted on like a mural in my wall in my house right now um because I truly feel like God called me to be different and I feel like a lot of times that's put me in a really lonely hard place where I've cried and I just feel Mm -hmm. I feel like a weirdo or I feel like an outcast or I feel like I don't fit in with all the other girls. And I feel like at the end of the day, I go back to like this piece that 
God called me to be different. He didn't call me to like follow the crowd and to be someone different because that's like something beautiful. And so, um, I don't know. Those are two things that I feel really passionate about that I'm trying to figure out in my content, not totally there yet. And I don't know if I'll ever be perfect at it, but through community, through scripture, through family, through conversations with my husband, like that's what we're working on. I love that. I love the being different. I am a huge proponent of that as well. I talk about that a lot in my podcast about yeah. how we're not meant to fit in. It's okay if you look different, embrace it. Like if you fit in, then you might be doing something wrong mm-hmm. because we're not supposed to fit in. Like God doesn't call us just to look like everyone else. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's awesome. And I think also like sometimes your greatest weaknesses become your greatest strength. And so that weakness of you thinking, like, I don't fit in and no one likes me. And, like, I felt that way all of growing up as well, especially at UT. Mm-hmm. Now, in the end, that, you know, that now is what helps me relate to girls. It helps me, mm-hmm. you know, help those girls that do feel like I don't, I'm not loved, I'm not pretty enough, or I don't like my skin color, whatever it might be. I help them be like, no, embrace it. Like, God does not make mistakes. And he's going to use that for a purpose and for a mission one day. And so be okay mm-hmm. to not feel like you totally fit in. And I think that's so cool that you Amen to that. that. That was good. <laughs> good stuff Thanks, right Danny. there. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Pleasure. This is fun. It is fun. Isn't it fun just to sit down and talk? I kind of just want to beatbox now. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. This is cool. No, maybe I'll start a podcast one day. Just kidding. I could never. I really think like you and Jordan would do so well at that. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe we need to bring Jordan on. Get the real tea of what it's like being an influencer husband. Y'all, Jordan would kill it. You totally should. I think he wants to. He's shaking his head now. He's like, I think he's He's like, wants to. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jordan, I mean, I guess now I'm interviewing him. So Jordan. (laughs) So Jordan, tell me. Because you, I mean, you do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. He said, yeah. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll get Jordan on so we can really get the real tea. It'd be good. It'd be good. You totally should. Okay. You guys comment below if you want Jordan on here. We can and then next Stella when she's older. But anyway, Danny, you're the best. It was love so you. fun having you on. I love you as well. Danny, she really oh, it, oh we bought your headphones again. <laughs> but Danny is a real one. I would not have her on here if I didn't fully believe in her and just who Danny and Jordan are behind the scenes. They're the real deal. Um, love you guys. Love so you. excited for what's to come and Divi. And you guys can check out Danny's stuff all down below. Your Instagram is just Danny Austin. It is. Um, just my name. Yep. You're so you're lucky you got that. A lot of people I don't get know. their real names. I got mine too, which I'm so blessed. We got we got lucky. It's because yeah. we never had those like those pseudo names. Like, True. Like actually, I did. I did Janine Girl ninety four. I'm really oh, embarrassed about did. it. I'm you really did. embarrassed. Okay. But no one has the name Janine Amapola. Like yeah, literally, no one in the entire universe. Well, someone maybe, else. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone else had Danny Austin, so I was Danny Austin too for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, you were. And then I finally got Danny Austin. So we love that. that was fun. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Happy and Healthy. We post these every single Tuesday. Links down below to all Danny's stuff. And I'll see you guys next time. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye. Bye, guys. Come